Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Hey, welcome to this 2023 year-end recap for Disruptive CEO Nation. So I want to ask you, did you accomplish what you set out to do this past year? Well, one goal I always have is to meet incredible people and that I absolutely achieved in spades. The year was remarkable of so many conversations and, of course, so many amazing questions, which I love to ask. So I not only in this episode want to tell you about some of what I learned, but I also want to talk to you about thinking about how you can elevate your brand presence in 2024. So after my recap, I'm going to share tips that I want you to think about as you set your path for raising your voice and giving back to the business community. So let's take a look back at 2023. I was able personally to travel to some really remarkable places this past year. And, and you know how much I value having a global mindset. And you know it made me very happy to get more stamps in my passport. So in the last 12 months, so going back to December of last year, I've been to Australia, Hungary, Austria, Czech Republic, Germany, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Canada, and I'm sure I'm forgetting somewhere else. I absolutely retained my status on United Airlines, um, which is a good thing because that extra leg room is everything on those long flights. But I simply adore doing very touristy things. Um, I was able to climb the Prague Old Town um, Hall uh, Tower, but I also like experiencing things like a local. I like going out and going into the little corner markets and chatting with people figuring out public transportation. Um, so this year, I was really surprised that I got to use my U.S. Costco card and shop at the Costco in Kaohsiung, Taiwan, because it was the exact same card, which really, really surprised me. Because on the flip side, when I was in Australia, I could not get my Starbucks points for buying a drink, which really threw me for a loop because I thought if anybody was a globally connected brand, it was Starbucks. Um, I also this past year took on a new leadership role. Uh, I love, as I've said, I changed over from driving results for for um, corporate business to taking it to the nonprofit sector, which I always say is just a tax code. It doesn't mean that business strategies do not apply to associations and large-scale nonprofits. But it was a year that was full of some tough moments. So sometimes leaving your comfort zone and choosing to purposefully sharpen your skills is a very much needed thing in your life. And of course, through this podcast, I interviewed over 50 innovative individuals um, between here and also between the work that I do for the American Marketing Association in Chicago. Just so many magnificent, lovely, lovely conversations. And you learn so much when you speak to people. And I want to share some of the things 
that resonated with me this past year. I spoke with individuals representing places like Argentina, Brazil, France, Thailand, the UK, Ukraine, and and more. And at the end of the day, business is business. And I always say you never know where your next best business partner or your next customer is going to come from. Those solutions can come to you from any place. So our first guest of 2023 was Roger Krulak, who's the founder of Full Stack Modular in Brooklyn, New York. But he works all over the world. And he was speaking about the global construction industry and how we can better solve global housing shortages, particularly as more people are migrating to cities and living in a place where where jobs exist. You know, a lot of our cities don't have the right infrastructure set up to take this wave of people. And, you know, Roger and, and Full Stack Modular are doing it in a way that is more sustainable, that is also construction in a more controllable environment, which then reduce the costs of overall construction. And he is just an expert at how to solve these global housing issues all over the place. And it was just a joy to start my year with him. You know, the theme of sustainability has been with us for many years, but we're finally seeing, I think, the true intersectionality of awareness and awareness that leads to like consumer demand and more affordable production methods. And so it can help us as business leaders close the gap of doing what's right, but still managing costs and making a reasonable profit. Like we're finally at a place where making the right choices doesn't mean that we are sacrificing, you know, a hundred percent of the bottom line. And, And this is just it's wonderful because it's the right thing to do. Um, I think the Europeans have been way ahead of the rest of the world in driving um, understanding of carbon emissions and driving understanding of, you know, one planet, you know, people, planet profits. So I uh, just really value that this is something in the five years we've been doing this podcast that we see change, you know, according to the economist intelligent unit, Over the past five years, there's been a 71% rise in online searches for sustainable goods globally. And this is why we predict that Sanchali Paul, who's the founder and CEO of Commons, who we got to interview this year, will see great success with Common App because it places sensible choices directly in the palm of consumers' hands. Um, And you can't help but, you know, follow along with it because it's easy Their data shows that it can help a user reduce their emissions by 20% within the first year of use. Um, You cannot pay to be on Common App. They vet you. They review you. And so if your business goes on there, it is a really nice stamp of approval. 2023 was also my joy to speak with innovative female founders like Dr. Sophia Yan, who's the CEO and co-founder of Pandia Health. She is making women's health and particularly reproductive health products more accessible to all. She's working her way through the U.S. She's working her way through North America. Um, Her business model is just one disrupting traditional supply chains, but it's really an example of how consumers are exercising their right to have personal choice in healthcare. And also, 
you know, drive the costs down because when the market shifts, things become more affordable. We also saw this with the success um, being experienced by Brianna Sochi, who's the co-founder of UberDoc, and also um, Hania Sigari, who's the CEO of Coral. These are all wonderful female founders on a mission to let individuals take control of their healthcare on their time, on their dime, in the way that meets their needs. So commerce is in the hands of the buyer more than ever, and it is creating major changes that long-established businesses have to be, absolutely have to be willing to adapt or die. So for example, did you ever think you would see a day when Weight Watchers would be willing to consider adding medications to its weight loss strategies? You know, that's something that is essential and we just never thought would happen. Another great female founder that I had the pleasure of speaking with this past year was Chloe Duckworth. She is the co-founder and CEO of Balance Vibrations. So this is an AI startup delivering emotional classifications in real-time conversations to improve communication and promote empathy across all different demographics, including different neurotypes. And so I think one of the things that we saw this last year is diversity inclusion took on new levels and new aspects. Now, I know some of you could say, Allison, these things have been building for years. Yes, true. But again, it's about accessibility, right? It's about flipping that switch from when we know we need to do it, we should do it, to make it easy for me to do it. Oh, now I can do it. So I think Chloe's business represents so many levels of change in the marketplace, from the way she is harnessing AI to transform the way we communicate and the way hearing impaired or newer diverse individuals can have more clues to emotions and human interaction, whether they're watching things on the screen or whether they have something on their Apple Watch. It is a drive to have a more inclusive society, and that is such a beautiful thing. So leadership, it's another area that's really been evolving over the last decade, and, and one of the most brilliant leaders and energetic guests, and I truly have to say energetic with an exclamation mark, that I interviewed this year was Ivan Anz. He is the founder of Capitez Family Offices um, based in Argentina and U.S. I think we talked to him when he was in, sitting in Puerto Rico. He's an Inc. 500 magazine recognized international Syria entrepreneur operating companies in 14 countries. Um, what I loved about Ivan is he really was this great example of asking leaders, are you working in your business or on your business? And he really hit home the idea of being a chief dream officer, meaning you need to be working on your business because if you're not holding that vision and moving and shaking things for the future of the business, then you're too far in your business. And he talked about the difference of being the business builder and being the business manifester, um, you know, why you're a maintainer and why you're the critical thinker for delivering growth and why when you're a founder and when you're a business builder, your goal should be to find somebody else to be the CEO so that you can be the chief dream officer. And I just found that so inspirational and, and so lovely. We also had two other leadership experts that I was thrilled to speak with. 
Um, the first was Jeffrey Klubeck, who's the founder and president of Get a Clue and author of The Integrity Game. If you haven't heard of The Integrity Game, it is this great book that can serve as a basis for your team to really live in the land of personal accountability and really understand your team members' personal values and that they choose to lead in business and make choices that align with their values and align with accountability. Um, your business can't thrive if you don't have team members that adhere to these values, right? And it's counter to today's culture of everybody feeling that being their authentic self is the be all end all, right? Because sometimes the impression is, is to be authentic is to kind of throw caution to the wind. And so I just love this integrity game that, that Jeffrey has rolled out. And I got to give Jeffrey a shout out because I actually started my year in 2023 heading over and speaking for his classes at San Diego State University. Um, and what a joy it was to go and and talk to these college students who are so ready to go out and, you know, take the world by storm. So thank you for that, Jeff. My other great leadership expert um, is another Jeffrey. It's Dr. Jeffrey McGee. In five years, he is my only guest that I have had on the program twice. We discussed why business leaders need to pay more attention to human capital. So similar to Jeff talking about the integrity game and, and making sure that your team members know what guides them. I loved how Jeffrey, I just love every time I talk to, to Dr. McGee, but he was talking about paying more attention to human capital because every problem and challenge you have in your business is because of your human capital. We also talked about the speed of change that the reality for most of us is there are disruptions, interruptions, challenges, unforeseen opportunities and problems that pop up every day. So change is where we live. And I think if, if Jeffrey and I could come up with a different word for change, like we need a new word for, for, for change or to describe this, this state, but it's, describe the state in a positive way, you know, because when we say disruptions, interruptions, challenges, it sounds so negative, but change is where we live. And we grow through change. And so it's a mindset. And so I really just value Jeffrey coming on the program and punctuating that we need to all strive to be transformational leaders because transformational leaders are the people that write the rules of change. Also, the topic of diversified teams came up Um you know, diversification in all ways. So Google evaluated the top 32 businesses that filed bankruptcy in America. And one interesting phenomena is that no one on the executive team ever spent sales, time in sales and marketing. So aside from having executive teams, like the people sitting at your board table or the people sitting in your C-suite or just your personal your personal cabinet, right? I think this is a, something we've talked a lot about lately. Like who's your personal cabinet of people that you go to? So we need diversity in skills and we need diversity in cultural backgrounds because we need this embracing of diverse thinking as part of market possibilities or market expansions or people to be like, hey, did you think about this? Did you think about these people over here? 
let's jump and let's talk about technology because technology has always been a core part of this podcast. And we continue to bring innovative stories to the forefront of people doing really cool things in technology. And I had so many technology guests. I can't do them all a service. Thank you so much for bringing your information to us on what you're you're doing. But I want to give a shout out to President Sets. But sir, I'm going to say the name wrong. Apologize. He's the co-founder and CEO of DAC Digital from Poland. And one of my joys was how much founders want to make an impact. And Presnik is intent on making the world see that people like him are working to put Poland on the map as a global leader in technology. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think of hotbeds of technology, and we talked to a lot of guests this past year that are in Silicon Valley or in San Francisco and places where you would expect to get these innovations in technology, Poland does not come top of mind to me. So the fact that the team at DAC Digital is um, trying to make sure that everyone is aware that they are engineers and problem solvers delivering value across IoT, hardware, embedded systems, big data, machine learning, blockchain. It, it is no wonder they're one of the fastest growing technology companies in Europe. And again, back to my point, you never know where your best business partner may be until you lift your head and you start looking. I always say to leaders, you can't get smarter in the four walls of your office. And I think my motto for 2024 is you can't achieve business results looking in the borders of your country. You've got to lift your head and look for new markets. So the world is becoming smaller. And as a business leader, you have to have this global awareness. But you need to also have a self-awareness of how you personally show up in the world. Because all of these people that I mentioned are doing their best to let potential customers and let other people see them so that they remain top of mind, that people know what their businesses are. You know, since I started this podcast, I have read every, it's overwhelming if I think about it, I have read every website and every LinkedIn page and every speaker one sheet for all of my guests. So whether they're CEOs, founders, thought leaders, I've had to research all of them just to get to the point of a 25-minute interview. And what I think it means for you as a business professional is the importance of really nailing and honing in on your personal brand. You know, fact one, no one wants to buy from a business anymore. They want to buy from people they know, like, and trust. It is just as true today in this day of, of AI that people want authentic experiences and authentic communications and authentic um, interactions. They want a humanity in it. Yes, I want to do my research and I want to do my vetting through SEO, through search, through AI, through all of these tools. But when I get to the point of wanting to buy, I want to know who the people are that are behind the, the scenes. And do they have the same values as me? We're a very value-sensitive society. So back to, 
I always say, will people find you in their point of need? Will they remember you when they're ready to buy or hire or seek investors or invest in something? You know, who is going to be able to find you? And this is the other reason that you have to be acutely aware of your personal brand. Authority has reach and authority delivers money. So that is worth repeating. Authority has reach and reach delivers money. So what are you doing to be known, to be trusted, to be remembered, and to be desired? Like there are leaders that I see on LinkedIn that I desire to work with them someday. I desire to have a conversation with them someday. Today might not be the day, but because I have that desire and because I see them consistently, it will happen sometime. Or I might refer other people to go work with them. Are you desired in business? So in 2024, I'm going to challenge myself to up my brand game, and I encourage you to do the same. And I have this roadmap, which I'm happy to share with somebody if you reach out to me, um, for identifying your brand Ikira. And your Akira will guide you as you try to stand out in this overly crowded world. And remember, AI can't replicate you yet. It can't repeat your authentic voice. It can't represent your personal experiences. It can't represent your point of view. Only you can do that. And so you have to figure out how to stand out. So this concept of brand Akira is something I developed and really honed in on in 2023, and I'm going to launch more in 2024. And I like this word because it's Japanese and it means, you know, bright, clear, ideal. It's associated with wisdom and intelligence and, and truth. And that's how I want people to know you as a CEO, as a leader, how do people know you? So Akira, you can keep it in mind this way. If we were doing an Akira exercise, we would go through and document and outline your attributes, your knowledge, your insights, results that you deliver, and the assets that you and only you can bring to the table. So I don't have time to go into a whole lot more thoughts. So just let that resonate you with you as what is your personal brand Akira and how are you leveraging it and letting other people know? So think about your starting point about how you show up in the world. Have you created clarity around your brand Akira and do you have a vision for your, where you want it to go? Within this you know, branded CEO ecosystem, there's building your intentionality Focusing on who the people are that you want to tap into. Focus on how you want to influence them, what channels you want to use, where you want to show up. And then what is your brand toolkit? Like I get really excited. People love makeovers and you in 2024 might need a brand makeover for you personally. And I say this puts you in your transformation zone. And once you're in your transformation zone, you can create and lift engagement. And then you can start feeling these successes and hit your success point on how you impact the world. And 
nobody just wants to sell products. Nobody just wants to manage your P&L. You know, I know all of you have something that you're passionate about and that you want to impact in the world. And, and I think, you know, getting a little bit more clear on how you want to define your roadmap for 2024 is just critical, right? People need to hear your message. People need to hear your story. People need to be able to relate to you. So I'm going to pause it there. And I just want to, again, I, I know I only mentioned a couple of my lovely guests from this last year. I have so much joy from doing this podcast. You all bring me so much knowledge and make me have so many aha moments. I just genuinely appreciate how much I have received from being a part of the podcasting community, having new business friends and business connections from all over the world. You know, this year I just recently released an episode with Simon um, Batcher from uh, Thailand. I now have a lovely new business friend in Thailand. I highly recommend, if you don't have as an objective, expanding your global friendships in 2024, that that needs to go on the list as well. So I want to close out this recap episode, gave you a little bit about what I was up to in the last year, the guests that we learned from this year, and setting some intentions for you as a business leader in 2024. As always, if you think there's an innovative CEO that you think we need to speak with, send me a note at connect at And hey, if you want a copy of my book, Building Your Brand, um, Make Global Business Happen, then send me a note. I'll just share a PDF with you. Um, my book is to share knowledge. It's not ever going to make me wealthy. It would be nice if it did, but it, that's not the that's not the purpose. I really wrote it to give back to others. So if you'd like a copy, send me a note. And hey, always keep your eye on the future and always be disruptive. Thanks so much for being a part of this community. 49 faces look to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.